This is the Sports or Nothing podcast. I'm Ash, and we're going to be talking about how the Milwaukee Bucks went from dying to thriving in the NBA Finals. So, if we first talk about Game 1, Milwaukee Bucks for Phoenix Suns, the Bucks got mainly killed from the defensive side of the ball. They couldn't play defense for their life, and they were completely failing. On Game 1, the Bucks lost... 118 to 105, mostly because they couldn't get any stops for Chris Paul or DeAndre Ayton to save their life, or Devin Booker. So the big three was just thriving out there, and they it looked like they were horrible, way less of a team than the Phoenix Suns. Brooke Lopez could not keep up with the guards that he was getting switched to, and there was just nothing that he could do. And Coach Bud was not making any changes, which... I don't personally agree with it at all. And I think that was horrible from Coach Wood. And that was that loss was his fault because Giannis was playing amazing and he's their superstar. But they didn't look like an all-around team. Then we go to game two, 108-18. to 18, So they had, it was three more or less of a point loss from the Bucks, But they still couldn't stop either Chris Paul or Devin Booker. Or DeAndre and the coach bud made some changes so it wasn't as much switch, but it was ISO ball and they weren't getting enough on offense. It was mainly all of the Giannis show. Holiday took I think twenty three shots and only made five of them, so he was killing us with his shots, killing the Milwaukee Bucks. But Giannis had forty forty and ten game, which that's one of the only people to do it. Two times in a row with Shaquille O'Neal after Game 3. In Game 3, the Bucks won by 20, which is even more than they lost by. And that's them thriving. So it looked like the series was over. But they came back to Milwaukee. And when you're home, a lot of the... So that has a lot to do with it too, though, to get them started. Because the bench players, they thrive off of the energy of Milwaukee. And the Pfizer form gets was very loud. Probably not as much as the Phoenix, though, because... The Suns Arena was insanely loud, and everyone was throwing off Janssen's free throws. But Giannis went amazing from free throw that game. He had 41 points, 13 rebounds, and 6 assists. He he couldn't have played a better game, honestly. But then the rest of the team, Middleton had 18, and Holiday had 21. So there were three main players, and Bobby Portis had 11 and 8. So the three players of the Milwaukee Bucks... The three uh, star, the trio, they were doing pretty good that game. But the Suns, DeAndre Ayton and Chris Paul were getting it done. Both had DeAndre Ayton had eighteen and nine. Chris Paul had nine assists and nineteen, almost a double double. They both almost had double doubles. But in uh, Crowder, the big man had a lot of threes in that game. He had eighteen points, six rebounds, and an assist. You couldn't ask for a better game than him. And he even played Devin, better than Devin Booker, who just couldn't get it started from shooting and only had 10 points, which is not like him. He normally does way better than that. So you could blame it on a lot of things, really. Was it a fluke? We'll find out soon. We'll find out and see if can the Bucks really step it up. Or is it all about home court advantage and that Giannis couldn't get it started? Then Giannis did get it started, in, and Devin Booker could not. So today we'll find that out i'll make another episode but it seems like in at least to my opinion and to many people that the books were dead in the water they had nothing that they could do 
Chris Paul, I mean, he, you couldn't have asked more from him. Like, he did not stop. But also the field goal in game three. So, the Bucks had a 47 and the Suns had a 48. Three-pointers, the Bucks had slightly better. But free throws was the big difference. Giannis shooting over 70% from free throw. Normally, he averages about 50 they were also getting way more rebounds. The Suns only had 36 and the Bucks had 47. So really everything was going from them. The Pfizer form does help. I mean, Giannis could actually concentrate in his free throws without people conning him to 12. That's a whole other episode about Giannis' free throws though. He was also, you could tell, they were noticeably quicker, which I have been saying this whole time. But that's just my opinion. I'm not an NBA coach for a reason. But I really think that the Bucks could get it done, but the Suns, are probably a better team, realistically. I'm uh, leaning towards, I'm a Bucks fan, but I'm leaning towards the Suns of winning it. Well, I don't want to bet against the Bucks because Giannis is a special talent. I think he could go down as the second best power forward of all time, probably behind Tim Duncan, who in my opinion is the best power forward of all time. Only time will tell that though. If he wins his championship though, I think It'll be pretty close of saying that it is because Tim Duncan even had, yeah, he won more and he won't be considered yet better than Tim Duncan, but Tim Duncan had a lot more help with each championship. He had two legitimate superstars, some even three, when he had Kawhi Leonard, and then he also had the general towards the end of his career. All right, that's wrapping it up for this episode. Next time we'll be talking about the Olympic basketball team and how they're not getting it done in game four of the Bucks vs. Suns. All right, that's it.